0: Uh, hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brett Summer Show. It has been a while since we shot or filmed a show and that is because we were actually doing stuff. So we didn't have time to fart around and shoot all these shows. But today we've got a good one that I think can help out a lot of people out there who may be suffering from what we're about to talk about. And that is victim mentality. That is being a crybaby, being a whiner and being a complainer and being a bellyacher and being somebody who's just talking about negative stuff all the time. I've seen it left and right. Britt, have you seen it? I mean, have you heard it? Have you been around anybody? I'm sick of it. I've heard enough of it. And today we're going to stop that for everybody who listens to the show. You're going to come out of it better. I guarantee you that. And um, the thing that spurred me to want to make this show is because I'm in the strength and conditioning, the fitness world, whatever, the business world in, in kind of the service industry. And obviously the service industry has been spanked by the entire COVID-19 and the whole rest of this quarantine, stay at home, all the other stuff that everyone's been yakking about. I'm not even going to talk about it, but the service industry has been cracked pretty good. And they've been deemed non-essential and that is not a good thing for business. And that is... Something that can make people feel like victims, and that's what has happened. And people have been crying and moaning about it, but it's not new, right? Remember, this happened, at least we shut our business down on March 12th, and its I think it was official for everybody March 26th or something like that. It is freaking May 15th or 16th today. What day is it? It is May 16th, and people are still crying on the internet. People are still bellyaching, and in fact, I've actually lost a lot of respect for a lot of people and you know, tough circumstances usually bring out people's true character and integrity. I'm not saying everyone handles it well at first, but it's not at first anymore, it's been a long time, and I've seen a lot of people that I used to look up to um, that maybe I considered mentors, that maybe I considered people that I would pull information from and that I would follow, and I am no longer following them, I am no longer impressed by them, and they've lost the number one character trait that I feel like all leaders have, which is, being problem solvers, which is being people who can communicate clearly and can shift people from whatever the hurdle is or the challenges or the landmine is, and they can point them in the right direction and pivot and adjust and make changes. I've seen people, gym owners, uh, strength and conditioning coaches, college strength and conditioning coaches, uh, private strength and conditioning coaches, trainers, gym owners, Um, Hair salon owners, I I see that, and everyone's been bellyaching and complaining about the situation. Does it suck? Sure. But the fact of the matter is it's not just a problem. It is something that can bring an opportunity about, and that's what we're going to talk about. So I want to first break down what I I consider the victim mentality and what Google, if you were to Google the phrase victim mentality. The victim mentality is an acquired personality trait which a person tends to recognize or consider themselves as a victim Of the negative actions of others and to behave as if they were in the case in the face of contrary evidence of such circumstances now what are six signs that you have a victim mentality let's go through that real quick you feel powerless and unable to solve a problem or cope effectively with it you tend to see your problems as catastrophes making them huge right This one is a little out there. It's a a weird situation, but you look at it as a catastrophe. You tend to think others are purposefully trying to hurt you, like the government, right? And you believe you alone are targeted for mistreatment. Last thing is you hold tightly to thoughts and feelings related to being a victim, meaning like you, you go to sleep with it, you wake up with it, you have lunch with it, you text with it, you post about it on social media. You are... A victim, and you enjoy being a victim, and you you cling tightly to those feelings. Now let's look up another definition. Might be a little bit similar. There we go. Oh, we need the studio. It is what it is. Now let's look up the definition of a complainer, a person given to excessive complaints and crying and whining. A person who gives in to excessive complaints and crying and whining. Uh, synonyms, bellyache, crybaby, grumbler, moaner, sniveller, squawker, whiner. Um, I don't think it gets any worse than that folks, but here we go. Type of dis- disagreeable person, unpleasant person, a person who is not pleasant or agreeable. Is that really how you want to be defined especially you gym owners out there, strength and conditioning coaches, you're supposed to be the, the damn leader. You're supposed to be the one who tells people that when they have a problem with their weight or a problem with their diet, that all they have to do is look for solutions. Yet you're going online and talking about the government and commenting on governors. You know, I've seen a, one of my, I, I used to look up to the dude, Zach Evanesh. He, used, he had the ultimate warrior if you know, if you've watched wrestling in the '80s and '90s, you know with Ultimate Warrior. He had the Ultimate Warrior at his gym when he was still alive, training people and having guys like on the ground puking and training in the parking lot. But now, he's begging the governor of New Jersey, New Jersey, that he can train five people in his private gym. Train them outside, dude. Come up with a solution. Now, give me, I'm going to give you one more because I thought it was interesting. So I think it's, some people have never looked up these definitions. The definition of a crybaby. A crybaby is someone who cries very easily and complains a lot. Have you noticed how there's been carryover from each one, from a victim to a complainer and to a crybaby? A lot of the definitions have the exact same things in them, which I think is, it's kind of ironic. If you have a younger sister, you've probably called her a crybaby from time to time. You might be tempted to call someone whose feelings are very easily hurt, who is extremely sensitive and quick to burst into tears. A crybaby. Is that what you wanna be like if you're a leader? I mean, and, and let's break down leader too. It's not just the gym owners and the strength and conditioning coaches. What about the parents? What if you're a parent? What if your kid follows you on Facebook or your Instagram account and they see that every day you're posting and you're complaining and you're crying about the circumstances that are going on right now? You know what I mean? I think it's funny that all these people, none of these people are in political positions of power either. Right. They're, they haven't really done too much for the country that I know of, yet they're sitting here and talking about what types of law should be in play. I'd love to see everybody else in the hot seat. Because it's easy to be like, oh, they should be doing this and they should be doing that, but they don't have all the the different pressures. But in any event, I'm not gonna go into politics and all that, because that's not something I'd like to dabble in today. Um, But now I'm gonna look at two different words, and this is what I want you guys to reframe today. Two different words, problem and opportunity. The definition of a problem. A matter or situation regarded as unwelcome or harmful and needing to be dealt with and overcome. Even in the definition of problem, it starts to talk about dealing with it and overcoming it. That's important. That's important to figure out because even problems shouldn't, they should be reframed into something good. Again, problems should be looked at as opportunity. So let's break down the word opportunity real quick. A set of circumstances that make it possible to do something, right? So the problem, like let's break down top line for instance. Topline is a strength and conditioning gym, 6,000 square feet, all sorts of great equipment. Do big group training and circuit training and athlete training, and right now we are deemed non-essential. Okay, so that's the that's the opportunities there. What do we do? Well, we're sitting around and we're trying to figure out. Where, first, we work on stuff on the back end because we've been running a business for eleven years. So that first, where you don't know and there's all that uncertainty, we didn't just sit on our hands. We got busy on improving different systems on the back end and marketing and pricing and some of these things that we haven't been able to adjust in a while. So we got proactive. Then last week, Thursday, I'm sitting there. I'm like, all I want to do is serve people. All I want to do is serve people. If you watch my video, I think our last video that we actually posted was me walking around the gym in an empty gym. Equipment's all been borrowed everybody. And I'm like, I don't care about the equipment. I don't care about the facility. I don't care about the turf, the walls, the paint, the TV screens, the cameras. I don't care about any of that. I just want to coach someone. I want to help someone. I want to improve someone in some way and in person, but at a safe distance. So at two o'clock in the afternoon, last week, Thursday, I say, okay, I'm going to post online. Anybody wants to come train in that, I'm going to set up mats in the parking lot, hundred pound mats. I'm going to drag 15, 100 pound mats out in the parking lot in the cold, right? It's Wisconsin. It's cold. We're going to drag out 15 mats. We're gonna be 15 feet apart, not six. We're gonna over double that. 15 feet apart. We're gonna have a little bit of equipment out there, and we're gonna work out. And the response was unbelievable. Totally filled up. Everyone's there. Staff is there. It is cold. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. It was cold. You weren't. Britt wasn't there that night. She missed this night. But um, to, what were you doing? What, I was editing a video. Oh, you. she was. She was. She was doing something. Okay. But in any event. So we, we go outside, we train people. People are literally saying like it warmed their soul. I needed this. They're sending me thank you text messages and I'm feeling good. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about money. I wasn't th- Actually, we didn't use equipment no, that night. Weight. It was body weight. We didn't even use equipment. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment, didn't use any of it and people still felt amazing, incredible. They felt through the, through the roof about the workout. So We go, okay, well, how can we make it better if people want to do it? They're like, can we keep doing it? Yeah, we'll keep doing it. So we go online. Britt goes online. She makes um, drop-in, you know, kind of like scheduling on the back. I don't even know how to describe it. Online booking. Online booking because it's not something we've done in the past. Turns out it's awesome. It holds people accountable. We know who's showing up. We can actually give them and deliver them a better experience when they show up. So now we know what weights to put out and who's going to be there and who's a rookie and who's a vet and who can handle a little bit more and who can't. So like it was an opportunity to get out there and do something incredible. Now I'll be honest: if we were in, uh, you know, even in Indiana or uh, Georgia, if we're going down a little bit further, we're in Tennessee, we're in California, we're in Florida, we're in Arizona, it would be have been a non-issue from the day that it happened. I would have still continued coaching at a distance because the rule was tenor at the time was. Uh, no gatherings of ten or more. 10, yeah. Boom! I'd have been hitting ten. I'd have just been. It's more work. It's a hell of a lot of work. It takes us four hours to set up for ninety minutes of training. It's crazy, right? Who, who cares? It is what it is right now. I'm not going to sit there and cry and bellyache like the rest of these coaches out there and say what you can't do. What can you do? Blake, our football coach, out on football fields. Dude's coached. I think this week over a hundred athletes. Like, yeah. Over a hundred athletes from Division One to high school. And it's like, I'm seeing us doing it and I'm seeing the clients being happy, but then I'm seeing all these people I used to look up to crying online, swearing. They just look pathetic. I mean, I I even told this one guy, he owns a big gym. He's owned it since 1995 with world record power lifters. And I said, dude, why don't you go train people out in the parking lot? Stop bellyaching. And he goes, I'm not going to have guys out there squatting 800 pounds, having people screaming steroid users at them. So these dudes can squat 800 pounds, but they couldn't handle a few steroid comments. I mean, come on. If you're squat 800 pounds and you're walking around at 300 pounds shredded, you're probably on steroids anyways. You should be used to people yelling steroids at you. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, he's like, I'm not lugging a bench outside. He goes, I'm not lugging a 600 pound bench outside after he just said he squats 800 pounds you know you can't win with these people and that's the worst part that's why i don't even engage in conversations with them or even uh, uh, appease any of it is when you're a crybaby and when you're a victim and when you're a whiner and a complainer and all you're looking at is the problem you're not even getting to the second definition of the problem which is simply an unwelcome problem or situation that's harmful and needs to be dealt with and overcome there's a lot of power in the word overcome, and there's a lot of power in the word opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what I want you to take out of this show today. I know um, some people that listen to this show, Joey Paschke, I know, um, I know that Santino and Cool Whip, and some of these, you know, Mom, right? Mom listens to the podcast. I think it's important for everybody out there to adopt this new mentality, right? The, 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 the rules are new. You can only do this, You can only, you know, you have this to work with and on this date, and then we're going to make, like the rules are different, right? And in our business, now you have to register before you come in and you can't just be walking around the gym, touching everything. And and you know what I mean? And you got to keep a safe distance to respect the people around you. It is what it is. That's the new rules. But the game is the same. The game is always going to have ups and downs. The game is always going to have challenges. The game is always going to have things that are difficult. They're going to be different unwelcome or harmful things that you are going to have to deal with and overcome. That is the game, right? So the game may have may have been altered a little bit, but it's kind of the same. It's the rules that are changing. So adapt, adjust, overcome. Make sure that you are looking at problems and you're looking at them. Just reframe it It's an opportunity. What's it an opportunity for? It could be anything. I don't know what your business is. Maybe it's in hair, right? Oh, let's use a good hair example. My girlfriend, Michelle Sonore, Beauty by Michelle Sonore, if you're looking at this on Instagram, is a salon order and she just opened her salon. It's not like something that's been going for years. She just opened it. And she didn't just open some um, dump you know, some 1100 square foot, no offense to anybody who's got a small spot, I actually really like small, really small businesses. Cause the overhead's really low, especially in service. So don't neglect that, but she went big. Cause I, you know, I told her go big, go big, 5,000 square foot salon, beautiful neon lights and custom paint and YouTube room and education room and like what nine different stations for, for stylists and custom lighting. And it's the, she, the whole nine and guess what? Nobody can go into it what did she do during all of this she has coached i believe three different hair classes yep. online zoom first one was about 70 people four hair ones yeah. four hair classes on techniques she's also coached uh she created a new program she wrote an entire book she created videos to go with all, like all of them <laughs> and she sold out two different like high end like high priced coaching programs where it was like, but it wasn't like some week, one day thing. It was seven day things every day, fully immersive, starting from overcoming self-limiting beliefs all the way up to the final thing of actually growing and advancing your business to health and everything in between. So not just this generic, Hey, we're doing our 40 minute zoom call. It's $200 and you get nothing high end. And she also launched a mastermind program. And she's also, I believe, been trying to hire several new stylists, um, Getting rid of you know getting rid of some things and you know achievers non-achievers that maybe weren't performing and bringing new people on the team. that's what I call problem solving. that's what you need to be focused on right now. I don't care what industry it is you know even if you're in the industry where you can stay open you're essential you're, you're a target you're a you know you could be getting better during all of this and I think that all of the people, whether it's a family member, a parent, a leader, a dad, a mom, who's leading your family, if you start to look at all of this as an opportunity to get better, to grow, to advance, to be able to spend more time with your family, to take some of the things you've been doing during this and changing it into something good, I think you'll look back at this and as terrible as it has been physically on a lot of people, which I don't I don't um, disrespect that at all, there's been a lot of people who have physically been affected by it and mentally and emotionally, and I, I totally respect that, but I also believe that the people who weren't necessarily affected physically and they've been more affected emotionally, and I think you need to start looking at some of the good things that can come out of this and stop being a crybaby, and stop being a moaner and a complainer and murmuring and, and belly aching and, and sh- just wipe the tears away, especially for, you know, isn't it sad though, like, you know, when a big, like strong dude, I mean, these dudes that I'm talking about are like the same dudes that post videos of them squatting, like, world records and bench pressing five, 600 pounds. And they're that physically strong and emotionally they're that weak. That's where you guys have to start questioning things. And I'm not saying we have a many thousand pound squatters following us, but if you're going to try and act all hard and you're going to try and some of these guys, all these guys that I'm talking about right now own like hardcore strength and conditioning gyms. Oh, I believe it. There's nothing hardcore about complaining. There's nothing hardcore about crying and blaming the government and this, that, and the other. The government's always been the government. Not to mention the government didn't come up with the virus, or at least what I know of and start to hand it out to everybody, and it is what it is, and now everybody's looking for the bailout, and I get that it's hard, and money's hard for a lot of people, but you know, again, what were you doing in 2015, 16, 17, 18, and 19 when the economy was going through the absolute roof, the internet is absolutely exploding, anybody can go out and make 50 to 100 grand on the side right now on top of what they're already doing, and what were you doing? Ball games. I mean, I know a lot of guys that watch every ball game, watching the fights, playing softball, golfing every weekend, going out on the boat, going fishing, going hunting, uh, listening to the new Future album, listening to Baby. Like, you guys, you're killing me. Like, you guys are soft. You guys are the softest people in the world. Buying new, new gym equipment you didn't need for your facilities that were too expensive. If you couldn't afford it, don't buy it. If, if, if you're going if, to, if something goes wrong and you're going to, your business is going to take a hit for six months and you can't stop people are closing their doors after a week. I mean, if you're closing your doors after a week of not having revenue, then you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur anyways, you know, and that's, you know, that's me, you know, maybe Brett seems hard today. Maybe Brett seems mean today and I'm not trying to be, but you know, that's a fact of that. I remember when I opened this place. Um, and the way I negotiated things, this, that, and the other, there's no way the first day I opened this place, there's no way I would have went out of business financially after a week, two weeks, two months, I would have been okay. And that's from a 22, 23 year old guy. I mean, come on, like don't complain about things that you had control over before. And now because of the situation, you're looking at yourself like a victim, but that's all I had for today. And you know, it's off the cuff. I didn't have notes or anything like that other than Google here. And Google had some good stuff. I mean, look up the definition of a crybaby. Ask yourself. Look yourself in the mirror. Like, how do you post that stuff? How do you engage in that? Like, are you going on Facebook posts right now and you're seeing someone else crying? And so you're like, okay, and you grab your box of uh, of, of Kleenex and your tissues and you jump on the thread and you start crying with them and everyone's just on their belly aching and moaning and complaining and singing Kumbaya. You've got a man up, woman up, whatever it is. You've got to, you've got to, and it's tough, right? Because it's hard. But start to look at it and be like, where's the solution? Where's the opportunity? What can I exploit? Who can I serve? And right now what the funny thing is, is more people are showing up to our workouts outside mm-hmm. than they were when we were inside the big facility with all the expensive equipment. More people are excited to show up outside of the facility and train and get a good workout than they would be if they were to actually come in here. It's sad. It's, don't you think it's sad? Side. Donovan's here ladies and gentlemen Don Julio we're gonna be getting down with Donovan the next weeks hop on real quick oh. hop on you just hop yeah, on yeah so we're talking about people belly aching and complaining we got to keep the distance now yeah, we got to no hop hop in a little bit is he in frame a just a little bit okay. are we both in frame yet oh, yeah. okay. I like I like this no you're good is he I'm good all right. yeah yeah but at the end of the day you get? Well, give me your feedback off the cuff on, on belly bellyachers and complainers well, they're not doing enough. You know, I think that guys and, and gals that are always complaining, uh, they're looking for someone to do the work for them. So Yeah, um, absolutely. I, yeah, I mean, do you deal with that? Because with he's a college football coach and and uh, works with the strength and conditioning yeah. of the team. And do you see a lot of that with your athletes too, you know, coming up with reasons to bellyache and yeah, excuses? I, well, because I, I think a lot of people, you and I talked about this the other day, um, a lot of people need accountability. Yes. It's not that they don't know what to do. Yep. Or not, what's right, <laughs> right, or what's wrong? It's they need someone to hold them accountable. So, 100 You know, if you're not there to say this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to happen, you know, that's when you find. But we were control. just talking about that yesterday. We about somebody, yourself. somebody close to the heart. We know yep. that if, if he ain't got somebody dragging him, yep. he may not do it. Exactly. And I think that's a problem out there. Like fitness. Everybody knows for fitness, right? What it takes. It's stop. Simple. Stop eating bad food. Worked an out. exercise Yep, that's it. I'm water <laughs> case closed we'll see you later but I had people come in yesterday that I hadn't seen in a while and as you know they're like I haven't worked out once and this whole thing ended but uh-huh. now that this is going they're like we'll get back to it and that's okay I remember uh, Gary Vaynerchuk said one time he goes I-, I was never getting in shape until I had a trainer but he said once he had a trainer he almost just didn't want to let his trainer down and think of athletes right like With a good coach, they'll play. We watch Phil Jackson, and we watch The Last Dance, and and you think of Dennis Rodman, and you know Phil Jackson. How does he deal with that? He let Dennis Rodman be Dennis Rodman. Mm -hmm. So Dennis Rodman would, would, because of that, I think that's the only reason Dennis Rodman kept going. True. He felt like he had some respect, even though he was out there. Phil Jackson said, "Okay, if you need to go to Vegas, go ahead and do it, and take a day off, right?" Which is which is weird. But sometimes people will perform for the person who's holding them accountable, that father figure, mother figure, whoever it is. So if you need that, that's where you, a place like Topline comes in. But don't sit and cry and complain and make excuses for why you are you're not able to do things when right now you have opportunities to do it. All right, Donald, you're out of here. Yeah, that, I'll, I'll give you $100 later. It's $100. Every time he appears, it's $100. That's his, his, that's his retainer fee. All right, Donald, we'll catch you on the flippy floppy. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, we're up here. It's Saturday right now. It's beautiful outside. Three forty-eight. We could be anywhere in the world, but right now, we wanted to do something that we might, thought might add some value and, and drop some tent for all you people out there who needed to be able to hear a message like this. So, simply put, change and reframe how you're looking at problems and start to look at them as opportunities and start to look for the solutions so that you can actually get your manhood or womanhood or whatever it is, or, or parenthood back because the sad fact of the matter is kids are not stupid. I don't care how old, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12, and they're looking at that stuff, and they'll remember it. Unfortunately, a lot of times they'll end up emulating that as they get older. So if they see mom and dad crying and complaining and talking about what the government needs to do or what the businesses need to do, guess what? The kids are gonna start thinking that too, and unfortunately, it's gonna take them getting around somebody like me sometimes to maybe shift their perspective and, and slap out all of the excuses and aching out of their system and try and wake them up to the reality that you, you can only control how, what you do. So, someone hits you with their car, government tells you you got to shut your business down. You know, somebody walks up and backhands you, you got to say, Hey, if that person backhanded me, I should have blocked it. I should have been quicker. I should have been moving. Or I should have been big and strong enough looking maybe that they wouldn't even come and try and test me like that. You know. start to just take responsibility. Bad stuff happens, but just own up to it and and then move on, carry on from that. But I wanted to get that point across today. I'm sorry it may have came across as hard, but I'm not really sorry at all because sometimes I think that that's what needs to be put out there. And if everyone else can go out there and be a baby, then I can come on here and maybe be a little bit hardcore. So hope that that guys helped, uh, helped you guys. How long did we go on this one? Twenty-six. Sorry about it, Britt's Gonna have a long ass upload <laughs> on this one, but we're having fun, and we and and you know news around the shop. I'll, I'll go into that in the next one. Yeah. Let's see yeah, this. yeah. We'll we'll catch you on the on the flip side, ladies and gentlemen. Um, go harden up today. Go uh, go look yourself in the mirror and bone up because it's time to put in work. It's freaking middle of May. You know you've been doing this for a long time now. It's time to get pick yourself up off the ground and get back to it we'll catch you